1: Alright, welcome to the show everybody. I'm back. Got a little bit of a haircut and I got an entirely new modem by the way, which it's is incredible. I did not realize how having a decent modem Like a really, really good one. It makes all the world a difference. I thought the one that uh, my internet service provider provided me was actually a solid one. It's okay, but damn, it was fucking up too much. So I decided to get a more dedicated, better modem. I knew the router was fine. In fact, the funny thing is the router was one of the best parts when I had it previously, but the modem kept dying and just sucking, basically. So... So getting, um, an actual, I mean, no, sorry, the router was good, but the modem that came with my internet service provider was total trash, but luckily I upgraded, basically got something that worked and, uh, that works and and more, I'm just happy about it. So, uh, I decided to put the mic covering on cause I breathe heavily into the mic. I do breathe heavily into the mic quite a bit. So I figured having a little bit of a covering. Um, can help you guys from hearing me be uh, such a heavy mouth breather, but very excited about this show. Um, new haircut, new man, as I like to always say. And um, just kidding. I think that um, this is going to be a really fun show because we're doing what we're doing is they're using the random stock picker. And with a random stock picker, it's kind of cool because you're finding all these different stocks that maybe you've never heard of. Maybe they're trash, maybe they're not. But honestly, nine times out of ten, the companies you see in the market aren't always going to be the best of the best companies. But I do want to go over random ones. And the random one that we picked today for this video was DICOM. Now, DICOM is one I don't really know much about. And we'll kinda of go over it and we'll see it is what it's about, what the descriptions say, see if there's any news about it about it. And um we'll kinda of go from there. So
0: let's start by sharing the screen. All right, here we go. Alright, so here's DICOM currently
1: $69.54 per share. Uh DICOM Industries Incorporated provides contracting services throughout the United States. Its services in, its services include engineering, construction, maintenance, and installation. Uh hold on, let me move this a little bit. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, engineering, construction, maintenance, and installation services and to telecommunications providers, underground facility locating services to various utilities, including other construction and maintenance services to electric and gas utilities and others. All right, let's continue on. The company was founded in 1969 and is headquartered in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. The listed name for DY is DICOM Industries Incorporated. So essentially, um, based on what I've been able to find out about DICOM, uh, I really don't know much about it. Still, Um, you know, I I don't know if it's a good company or not. Or I mean, it's been around since 1969. The analysts say 100%. It's a 100% buy rating, which isn't bad. I typically think the analysts aren't totally full of shit.
0: But, you know, they could be so. Um, let's take a look here. And do 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 do. do. Uh, so I'll
1: take you just a few more moments, guys. Thank you for your patience. And we'll kind of go over some news articles, I guess, because. Um, I don't really know much about the company and we'll just kind of plug it into the Google and uh, check out DICOM on Google. And uh, DICOM Industries, the people connecting here. I like to watch the new, I like to, I like to look at the news articles though more than anything. DICOM and in, 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 Industries Incorporated to participate in the Morgan Stanley blah blah Italy and Power Special uh, treasure Service, to the United States. These services include program management planning blah blah blah. Uh, it's all really about their earnings call. DICOM gains five percent as well Fargo upgrades as well Fargo upgrades on coming fiber investment soon. Dicom Industries. It's kind of looking through all these different articles and
0: seeing what's available, uh, seeing what's on there. I like to look up Dicom. Is it a buy? Would be one of them. It's got a decent rating um, on marketbeat.com.
1: And on Zax, should I buy? Like, I mean, because it's kind of curious. I like to see what all the different um the different um, what do you call those things? Uh research analyst people say about the different companies. Uh, Zacks is a pretty decent one. So let's see what Zacks is saying about DICOM Industries.
0: This is on Zacks.com. their value scorecard. <clears throat> the PE ratio is pretty freaking high uh
1: EBITDA rating I I don't I'm not super familiar It's the enterprise value earnings before interest taxes depreciation and organization is a valuation metric used to measure a company's value and is helpful in comparing one stock to another oh yeah that's right yeah whatever I don't really know much about EBITDA. I'm not gonna lie. Price over earnings is one of the main measurements I look at. Um, th- I will say this though, price over earnings is not always accurate. You still want to see how much they, how much debt they've accumulated. Finding their debt is a huge thing. So if they're like a debt-ridden company, like super debt-ridden, you... it may not always be the best investment because you may take time. May take time to see a return on it. Um, but we see like their earnings yields pretty decent and cash flow's all right. Um hmm. and I, I I'm not very familiar with the Zach's ranking system. I think a five would be like let's see. Five is strong sell oh yeah. <laughs> um sell holds. Okay, so one would be a strong buy, um two would be just a regular buy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that means I'm really doubting it if it's a five. Um, what's the VGM score? Let's see. I'm learning, I learn new things every day. I'm not going to lie. There's some, term, there's some terminology I'm, I've only had a passing glance at but never had the need to use. But it is nice to understand a few different things here and there. The VGM score uh, are a complementary set of indicators to use alongside the Zacks rank. It allows the user to better focus on the stocks that are the best fit for his or her personal trading style. The VGM score is based on the trading styles of growth, value, and momentum. Within the VGM score, stocks are graded into the five groups A, B, C, D, and F. As you might remember from your school days, an A is Better than a B and a B is better than a C, and Z is better than you know that blah blah. As an investor, if you want to buy stocks with the highest probability of success, that means you want to buy stocks with the with a Zach's rank of number one or number two, strong buy or a buy, uh, which also has a score of an A or a
0: B in your personal trading style. I, uh. Zach's not the best fit for his. Or... I don't know. I mean, B's not bad. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll have to learn a little
1: bit more about Zach's rank. Uh, you know, Zach's research is pretty interesting. Like I said, I don't know much about them. Um, as far as I know, they're pretty reputable. Let's see. They reported on. Yeah, I'm gonna start using Zach's from now because on I've only heard about them, but I've never really kind of like taken the time to look at their research. So we might start referring to Zach's quite a bit in this show, um, and Zach's will be our primary um, information hub for a lot of these companies. But I like it. Um, and they also have news. This is really cool. They have news for the stock that you're looking at. This is neat. Nice. Super, super cool. Now you can also check out Yahoo Finance, which is good. But I think I want to start getting used to Zax. This is neat. Here's why investors
0: should hold. Do it yourself, as I say now. Um, let's see, They miss margin fail. F- miss margin falls. Let's
1: see. That come stock down on quarter two earnings miss margin fa- falls. Let's see. Dicom Industries reported lackluster results for second quarter fiscal 2022, ended July 31st, 2021. The top and bottom lines not only lagged, the Zacks consensus estimate, but also declined significantly on a year-over-year basis. Shares of the company fell 5.3% on September 1st post the earnings release. Uh, Dicom reported adjusted earnings of $0.60 per share, missing the Zacks consensus estimate of $0.73 by 17.8% and decreasing 49.2% from the year-ago figure of $1.18. Dicom experienced lower-than-expected revenues uh, for several large customers, supply constraints, and tight labor markets. Con- contract revenues of $787.6 million dipped 4.4% year over year and missed due to missed the consensus mark of $812.74 million by 3.1%. The company witnessed higher demand uh, from two of the five customers. DICOM deployed one gigabit uh, wireline networks, wireless and wireline converged networks and wireless networks in the reported quarter. Its top five customers contributed 65.7% to total contract revenues, which decreased 18% organically. Revenues from all other customers grew 39.9% organically for the quarter. DICOM's largest customer, ATT, accounting for 22.5% of the total revenues, advanced 31.9% on an organic basis. This March, its second quarterly organic growth with ATT since. The July 2019 quarter, Comcast, the second-largest customer, added 1. Point, I'm sorry, 15.5% uh, to total revenues. Well, Lumen Technologies accounted for 12.1%. Uh, Verizon and Frontier reported represented 11.5% and 4% of total revenues. Especially Frontier grew 161.4% organically and was a top 5 customer for the first was a top 5 customer for the first time during the quarter. Da-da-da-da. This is really interesting stuff. So DICOM would share space with Mcore Group, uh Mass Tech and North American Construction Group and Zach's Building Products and construction. Carries a Zach rank of number four, which is a sell. Yeah, so it's a sell, and I I get it. You know, I don't blame people for wanting to sell this one if it's if it's not becoming profitable. There's too much cash burn, and also there's a lot of constraints right now in the economy, and I think that some companies may not be very as profitable as they once were for a little bit of time, um, when we're printing a lot of money. And now, however, I still believe that stocks are a better investment than saving cash alone. I think if you save cash, you're actually really fucking yourself, and I'll tell you why. Now, look, I know stocks are more volatile, but if you buy and hold right now, over time, there will be real increases over time. This is why I tell people, don't save your money. You're either way the dollar goes down to zero. the The dollar is a decaying asset. It's not even. It shouldn't even be called an asset. But I'm. But people like to say you're saving. (laughs) If if people call currency an asset, you're gravely mistaken. Um, If anything, I'll tell you what it truly is. It's like um, fuck. It's uh. If you want to know the truth about what it what it truly is, I would say it's more like a um. I'm trying to think of the word. It's not coming to me. You'll know, have to give me a second. Um, any currencies don't aren't aren't backed by any real value. That's the problem with currencies. And the U.S. dollars become a currency. And when you save your money, you're really fucking yourself more than anything. Like seriously, you are fucking yourself if you save money. So just do what you can and try to remain invested. And if you do save, the only time you should save is to invest. That's the best time to save. Seriously. Cash flow is more important. Income is more important. You want to get as much income as you can because the more income you can get, the better. That's just the truth, and we all need to realize that. So I'm just trying to keep you guys educated as possible, and and it's the way I want to roll. Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this uh, video. Um, Have sex with the like button. Have sex with the subscribe button, and um, put it in my butt later, guys. Oh, actually I want to give you guys my opinion of DICOM based on the on the statistics before I go. Okay, now we know what Zach said, sure. And their market cap is two point one six billion dollars. Their fifty-two week high is one hundred one. See, what's their fifty-two week low. Sometimes their volatility can be uh really described, their fifty-two week low to their fifty-two week high. Um obviously volatile product, we're kind of in the middle. Um Analysts do say bye on this one, but uh, their earnings are okay. I don't think their earnings are that bad. They're in the positives. Um, When I looked at the Zacks report, I did notice... um, I do want to see how they measure debt equity here. Debt-to-equity, the DE ratio, is total liabilities divided by total shareholder equity. It is used to help gauge a company's financial health. A higher number means the company has more debt-to-equity. Which, whereas a lower number means it has less debt to equity. A DE ratio of 1 means its debt is equivalent to its common equity. When comparing this ratio to different stocks in different industries, take note that some businesses are more capital intensive than others. A DE ratio of 2 might be par for the course in one industry while 0.50 would be considered normal for another. So it's good, I'd it's a good idea to compare a stock's debt to equity ratio to its industry to see how it stacks up to its peers first. It's kind of cool going over this. Like I said, uh, the DE ratio is something I, I look at sparingly, but I should look at more. I need to look at their debt. That's the best thing you could do. Look at their debt. Um, how much does it cost to
0: maintain? I don't really know if I see that. Hold on. See cash flow yeah but it's a, it's a decent it's a decent company, and I would say, um,
1: is it a buy and hold? maybe they don't seem to be the worst company they got a decent valuation, like decent market cap two point one six billion um yeah, I mean, if it's a brand that you know of is it if it's an industry you're pretty familiar with, invest in it if you think it's worth it um I would say it's a. I would say it's a swing trade play. That's how I would play it. You know, I'd buy in right now on the dip, and then see if it'll go back up, and and maybe buy on another dip. Maybe buy on like a maximum of three dips. Now, my curiosity, as always, is: do they have a dividend yield? And I don't see that. If I don't see a dividend yield, I'm a little bit sketch because I want to make sure this is a company that can give pay me money to hold their shares. If not, I'm not in. <laughs> so, DICOM for me personally, because the dividend is not a buy at all. Um, if I am playing it, I'm going to be playing it on a majorly like a day trade or a swing trade prospect. That's how I'm going to pull it off. But outside of it, though, no, hell no, hell no.
0: But yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, good. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. Okay, we're gonna call it quits on this one. And well, let's just do a quick summary here. What you saw is not. I I ask you to consider the possibility that what you see is not real (laughs) but no that was a fun one i think what we need to realize is um all you can do is just look for good companies dicom appears to be okay i don't think it's going anywhere i don't think it's i don't think they dilute their shareholders i don't think they have many shares outstanding uh their debt is not bad they're not like a debt heavy company which is great so clearly they don't really rely on their shareholders they don't issue a lot of shares and i would say they look good That's my personal opinion, and by the way, this show is not meant to be financial advice. This is more just financial opinion. If anything, I'm an opinion-based show based on my experience in investing and reading balance sheets, even though I don't always know all the terms, and maybe I'm a little bit of a dunce, but... You know, that's just the way I roll. I do have a specific strategy that I feel it works. I'm going to sell you all my courses for like a thousand dollars. Now, I don't have any courses to sell. I only have knowledge to give for free. Um, That's why I do this channel. That's why I do the podcast is to give you guys all the free information as much as I can. And the goal is to help you guys in every way possible to every extent. And just remember, have sex with the like button, have sex with the subscribe button and have sex with the dislike button too. you do what you got to do.